Oh, control your mind, control your life. Think Different Theory, baby. That's what we do. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Think Different Theory. Uh, my name is Josh Forty, and today's episode, uh, we're going to be talking about um, oppression, victimhood, and navigating the mental chaos that is plaguing our world today um, because it's really frustrating. And it's, um, I think it's really difficult for hardworking, everyday people uh, that take personal responsibility for their life, that um, do own their actions, that are responsible to see so many people and so many instances and cases in the world today where people play the victim. And I've been thinking a lot about this. And, you know, uh, oftentimes it's very, very, very easy, easy for me to get frustrated. Um, but, like, I've kind of noticed some, some, some core patterns uh, and some core things and some core, like, takeaways and realizations that have helped me. What's up, Dustin Hill? Uh, but that have helped me um, kind of navigate this whole thing and understand everything that's kind of going on better and, like, realize how I can still be a free thinker and how I can go be wildly successful, make lots and lots of money, and live in my own reality without being affected by the chaos and stupidity. And I think it's important that we have a conversation, we have some discussion around what is really, really going on. Because what's interesting, guys, is like the, the world today is, is perceived very different than what it actually is because of the way that our media is set up. And I'm not, I don't want to focus horribly on, 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 about the media here, but I think this is, there's some important context from the way that our media works. As somebody who, like my job is marketing, guys. Like, like, so when it comes to like Facebook ads and tracking and data and like news and clicks and headlines, like that's what I do. That's what I understand. Like I've made, made myself and clients many, many millions of dollars uh, uh, utilizing media and, 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 and content and things of that nature. And so when you read the book, one, one of the best books I can possibly recommend about understanding our media and how corrupt it is, is this book. It's, it's called Trust Me, I'm Lying by, by Ryan Holiday. Okay, so Trust Me, I'm Lying by Ryan Holiday. Highly recommend the book. It, it will completely, it completely revolutionize and blow your mind as far as how the media works. But anyway, the reality of the world today, as we see it on the media, is whatever is the most dramatic whatever is the most shocking, whatever is going to drive the most clicks, get the most views, that is what is going to be put out there. Which means that when you look at the world today and you look at logic and you look at personal responsibility and you look at the hard issues and topics of life, people don't like that, those, right? That's, that, those are not easy things to talk about. They're, those are not things that get clicks. They're not things that drive revenue. So therefore, people don't talk about them. And so in the media, if you scroll through Facebook, if you look at MSNBC or Fox or CNN or, or you know, any, any news, not even political news, just, just news in general, TMZ or whatever, right? You are going to see the world through the lens of what is the most shocking, what is going to drive the most clicks, what is going to get you the most outraged. Because if I, if I can do anger, if I can do fear, if I, like that's what's going to drive revenue and clicks, right? And so I was reading an article today, and this is important, okay? So, like, I was reading an article today about how um, the, a federal judge, like a, a judge in America, struck down a ban on eviction, uh, on, on, on banning evictions. So meaning that when the coronavirus hit and we had, you know, the economy basically shut down, everything went in, into, you know, craziness, the U.S. government came out and said, uh, hey, guess what? You, you, if I'm a landlord, if I own property and... This wasn't every state, I, I don't think, but I, I know it was in a lot of areas. If people miss rent, you cannot evict them. Okay, so eviction was taken off the table. So if I, there are people that have not paid their rent in three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 
10 months, maybe even a year, and they're, the, 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 the owner of that house or the apartment or whatever cannot kick them out. There's, there's a, a ban on evictions. And so today, I, I think it's starting, it's either like June 1st or July 1st, don't quote me on the date, whatever. Anyway, the judge came in and basically like, starting on that date, evictions can happen again. If people don't pay on time, you can kick them out. And like, as a someone who has never missed a rent payment in their life, as someone who is an entrepreneur, as someone who is a producer, as someone who takes personal responsibility for their life, who is not a victim, I look at that and go, duh, like this is a good thing, right? Like this is awesome, like this is how it should be. Like if you can't pay, you don't deserve to be in a house. Like that's just how it is, right? There's billions of people, well, millions and millions of people all over the world that don't have houses because they can't afford to pay for them. And like housing is not a right. Like we want everybody to have housing. We want everybody to be able to, you know, live in comfort or whatnot. But like, if you can't pay for it, like you shouldn't have it, right? Pretty simple. And what's crazy was, is like the headline or like the, the, the cover image of the article, right? Is, uh, yeah, that's why there might be a housing market crash. Somebody says, yeah, hundred percent. But like, so, so, the headline of the article is these people holding up a sign, like holding up these signs that says eviction equals death. I want you to think about this. Eviction equals death. And it, their, their point that they were trying to make is that if you evict people and they don't have housing, that's basically the same as killing them. It's basically the same as murder. And you see this trend, this woke trend a lot of like there was a, a viral video of where this, this police officer stops this lady because she was on her cell phone while she was driving. And she literally is like, you're literally a murderer. You're literally a murderer right now for pulling me over. You are actually a murderer and nothing you will can do. Like you've already murdered me. Like it's, and it's like, this is delusion, right? And so we live in this world where those type of stories get picked up and are promoted and it becomes the norm. And we look around and we're like, this is, this is crazy. This is chaos. Like who thinks that way, right? But so you have these people and we're living in a society and I want you to think about this, okay? Especially during COVID, the last 12 months of this has been the worst, but you have kids and you have a whole generation that has grown up and keep in mind, like this includes 20 and 30 year olds that didn't have good education or good parenting, that their parents aren't paying attention to them. They're constantly, even, even people with good, healthy parents and healthy relationships, they give their kids phones. They, the kids are... And this whole generation is getting their, their, their source of truth, their source of facts, their source of logic from the mainstream media. They don't understand religion. They don't understand God. They don't understand how to think logically because they've never been taught. They never have been, right? And so you look around and people start to draw conclusions that like, what the frick? Uh, eviction is death, okay? And we push this narrative that if, that if we do something that hurts somebody else, indirectly meaning if i kick you out of my rental property because you're not paying rent that i'm the bad guy and because i have wealth or because i have you know have worked hard to put myself in a good position in life that by me kicking out that other person that that is bad and that i'm the bad guy or that that is racist or that that is evil or that is discriminatory discriminatory and that somehow because and i'm gonna i, I know that this is not all given scenarios it's a little bit of an extreme point of view but it's becoming increasingly increasingly more popular that if i do that especially to a person of color that i'm racist or that that is racist because if you're white or you know because your parents had wealth if you're white somehow you have this unfair advantage in the life which is insane it's ridiculous that's not true people call it white privilege i call it money privilege like there are some wealthy hispanics and wealthy asians and wealthy black people and wealthy white people like money 
is privileged, 100%. There's no, there's absolutely no question about that. So if you grew up with money, if your parents passed you on generational wealth, regardless of the color of your skin, like you have an advantage. Like I agree with that, right? And so we look at that though and we go, okay, because, because uh, the narrative is that, that we are, that those people that have wealth or that those people that do an action, even though it's legal, even though it's logical, even though any rational thinking human being would be like, yes, you should be able to do this, that because of this, that's bad, right? And by the way, guys, if you're on the live stream right here, uh, comment, hashtag live down below. Let me know where you're tuning in from. I'd love to know your thoughts on this. You know, comment agree or disagree or any. I'd love to know your comments down below. So just comment down below. If you're listening on audio uh, right now, thank you for listening. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Shoot me a message on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you uh, guys with your thoughts on this because I'm, I'm really passionate about these topics. And I have a point with all this, right? So I was thinking about this because for me, as someone who I am looking to buy cash flow producing real estate, right? I want to buy apartment complexes. I want to buy houses, right? Um, I'm starting businesses and I'm living in this world. And I'm looking at this from the perspective of like, I've, I'm the one that has to deal with this for the next 20, 30 years of my, 40 years of my life, right? You're the, like, we're the ones that have to deal with this chaos. It's like, how do you navigate that, right? How do you go and how do you deal with chaos? And I will tell you up until recently, I really struggled with this. I really did, right? Because I, I would get frustrated about it. I, you, I would do my rants on Facebook live where I would go and I would, you know, I'd be like, how is it possible? Like, how, like, who do you guys think you are? Like, what the, fr-? I would do that, right? And I'd be like, why is this even a thing? But over the past, even really just the past several days and then things like that, I, I, start, I started thinking about this and I was like, okay, all right, all right, all right. Me being upset about this isn't gonna do anything, right? Me being emotionally all like, ah, like, yes, it's gonna give people voice. Some people might like it, but I'm like, okay, what's the solution that's actually going to help me? What's the solution that's actually gonna make my life better, right? Like, what, what does that look like? And guys, like what I've really realized, and I've known this for a while and it just keeps coming more and more evident is like, if you know who you are and know what you believe and you live by a core certain set of principles and you you hold yourself accountable to that, you actually get to ignore about 80 to 90% of the chaos in the world. And I want to explain why here in just a second, but I want to get, tell you a, a real quick story here. <clears throat> Guys, during COVID last year, I traveled and I have traveled during COVID restrictions more than almost any other point in my life. Like I am on a, a, a plane, like on average of once a week, probably and or through 20 through 2020, right? Like a lot of traveling. I crossed state lines. I didn't wear masks. I, you know, flew, I traveled. I, I lived my life without skipping a beat. The whole entire world shut down. I made more money than I've ever made last year. I've had a more thriving business than I've ever had last year. I have a better relationship with my family, my friends, the people around me that I've had last year. I had the the single best year of my life ever last year while the rest of the world was in chaos. How? Because I chose to reject the narrative that 2020 was a bad year. I chose to reject the chaos that we have to live in fear. I chose to reject this narrative that there is a lot of bad things going around. And because of that, because I went and because I understand and I have... Keep in mind, like, I don't say this because I'm arrogant and prideful, but because I've, I've literally gone and I have, I have spent, literally last year alone, I spent $60,000, $60,000 on my mindset and understanding how the world works. And like, what you have to understand about the world is like, there's multiple levels to the world. There's the physical reality, but then there's also a reality. I like to say there's three realities. Like there's the spirit or, spirit, or the physical reality, the mental reality, and the spiritual reality. Some people say it's just two, right? It's physical reality and, and spiritual reality, whatever. But you have to understand that like, the world as far as like energies and as far as like, you know, the law of attraction and it's opportunities or whatever, like they don't operate 
in the same laws as the physical world, right? So for me, what did I, like by being and living not in fear, by choosing to ignore the chaos to, and choosing to ignore all that, what did I attract? I attracted winners. Like guys, I, I did $10,000, $50,000, $100,000 contracts last year. And by the way, I'm, I'm actually out here with a client right now in my hotel traveling once again, right? But I attracted high level, high net worth individuals into my life. I attracted high level clients into my life. I attracted high level friendships, high level relationships. I didn't live in fear. I flew for first class. Like, oh, why? Because I chose to operate in that reality. And the world reacted accordingly for me. And the world react, will react accordingly to how you operate. So if you choose to live in this reality of, oh my gosh, everybody's crazy, and oh my gosh, what are we gonna do, and oh, I'm gonna freak out, and oh, I'm gonna live in fear, oh, money's gonna be scarce, and oh my gosh, the whole entire economy and the whole entire world's gonna collapse, and oh my gosh, how are we gonna make any money? If you choose to live in that reality, that will be your reality, it will, 100%, it will, right? But if you choose to reject that, and you choose not to live that way, then the world is going to revolve around, like your world, not the whole world, but the world will align to, and like, I'm not, like, I'm not a big believer in manifestation and like the woo woo of like, hey, we should sit in the room and like manifest, manifest, manifest. No, my version of manifestation says, choose who you're going to be, choose how you're going to live, live it, and the world will match who you choose to be. Manifestation to me is an action. It is a, a, a way of living. It is not an act. It is not a, I will sit, manifest, manifest, manifest. That's not what I'm talking about, right? I'm talking about an actual action. And when you do that, opportunities present themselves. And I know that's hard to understand. I know not everybody believes me on that, but I, I'm living proof that that's the way it is. So I'm gonna, I wanna bring this back around my, my, my point here. One of the things that I have learned in the chaos of everything, in, in the insanity of the world today, is that if I reject chaos, that chaos is not gonna surround me. If I live in a way that says, I choose not to associate with people that choose to live in delusion, then guess what? I am not going to live in delusion. And if I hold myself and those around me to a higher standard, and this is why I do, I, I do offend a lot of people, right? I do, like a lot of people are upset with how I choose to live and it pisses them off. Why? Because I'm living in a way that they're not choosing to live and I'm not gonna change who I am for somebody else. I'm going to fully embody me. And so people that play the victim, like guys, victim, is victimhood is a choice in almost every case. There are obvious cases of like, like if someone is raped, like I, I do not believe rape was a choice. I'm in, in no way saying that. But this idea of oppression in America is ridiculous. Like, yes, is rape, does racism exist? 100%. But there's also massive, massive, massive amounts of America that are not racist. Major, massive amounts of, 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 of America is not racist. We elected a back president. We're not a racist country, right? Is there racism out there? Yeah. But if you act like racism is a problem and oh my gosh, I'm so oppressed, guess what you're going to attract? Racist people and act like you're a victim and you're going to play a victim your whole entire life, right? The same thing is true with, 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 with violence. It's true with money. It's true with, you know, oh my gosh, I'm poor. Victimhood comes in many different shapes and sizes. This is, I'm, not, I'm not here to downplay racism. I think racism is a horrible, evil, disgusting, despicable thing that we should all unite behind and try to fight against. However, if we act like if you are a person of color or if you are a poor person or if you are a white person or if you are a Hispanic person or if you're rich or if you're poor, that that is somehow a disadvantage. Then you are giving those people permission to act like they're at a disadvantage and they're gonna start thinking like they're at a disadvantage. But if you choose to not be at a disadvantage, then you're not at a disadvantage. Guys, I am not the most likely candidate to succeed in life. 
I grew up on a farm. My, we lived heavily, heavily, heavily paycheck to paycheck. I did not go to college. I dropped out. I had to pay for everything myself. I couldn't afford it, right? I uh, lived on my, my friend's basement for a while. I have, I have no college education. I, I grew up a literal hillbilly redneck. Like I can say that because I was when I drove a, a camouflage interior lifted out, tricked out truck. I was very, very broke. I was very, very poor. Like I, I lived paycheck to paycheck within dollars. I lived in a $500 square foot apartment. I, I had no guides and mentors like that I paid to, to come early on in life. Like I had a lot of things stacked against me to become be successful, but here I am. Why? Because I never looked at my situation as a disadvantage. I just looked at my situation as this is reality and I'm, I, I, I can't change it. So, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't change my current situation by complaining. I can only change my situation by, by taking action and not being a victim. But if I play a victim, if I feel oppressed, then I'm not going to take action because I don't feel empowered and because I feel like the world is out to get me. But if I choose not to do that, if I just choose to say, hey, I'm not oppressed, I'm not at a disadvantage, I choose to make everything my advantage, then I'm able to go out and live. And when you, when you call yourself to a higher standard and when you know, hey, listen, what do I choose to live by? And this is, and I'll, I kind of want to bring this back full circle here, but like one final point of if I, like I choose to live my life with radical honesty, I choose to live my life with radical accountability. I choose to live my life with everybody must have free choice. I choose to live my life with everybody has their own ability to choose, their own ability to think that nobody owes you anything and that you owe no man anything unless you enter into a contract, right? But when you were born, you were not entitled to housing, you're not entitled to food, you're not entitled to uh, healthcare, you're not entitled to, to college, you're not entitled to education, you're entitled to nothing, right? Nothing. And if you want something, and by the way, I think that's the most empowering and freeing thing. You don't owe anybody anything and nobody owes you anything. You are a free, independent person when you were born. And when you think about it that way and you go, okay, this is how I choose to live, this is how I choose to believe, and I believe I, everybody needs to operate that way, and I hold myself to that standard. And I go, if I want something, I must go and get it. And if I'm at a disadvantage, I'm going to figure out a way to make that my advantage. And if it seems impossible, I'm going to figure out a way to make it happen. If I choose to live that way and I choose to hold myself to that standard and other people do not, other people like to play the victim. Other people think the government should take care of you. Other people think the government should pay for housing or for college or for healthcare, like the most ridiculous things in my book, right? If they believe that they're going to be mad at how I choose to live because they're playing, they're being a victim and they're they're being acting like they're oppressed when they live in the most prosperous, abundant country in the history of all of mankind, right? And so you look at that and you go, okay, I can choose to get frustrated with that. And that's how a lot of people are choosing to live. And that's what, well, that's what the media wants you to think. And that's how, you know, that's how power hungry politicians want you to believe. Like they want you to be dependent on them, right? And so you can look at the media and you can look at everything else that's going on and you can choose to accept that narrative. And you can choose to say, oh my gosh, the world sucks. Oh my gosh, the world is falling apart. Oh my gosh, nobody can think for themselves. Oh my gosh, everything's falling. The sky is falling. I'm a victim. I'm never going to get out of this. And you can choose to live in that reality. And you will be stressed out and you will be miserable and you will probably not like your life all that much, right? Or you can reject that reality and you can say, I'm not going to surround myself with those people. If you're a victim, you don't get to be my friend. And that doesn't mean you're evil. doesn't mean you're a bad person. It simply means that you're not allowed in my circle and I'm not allowed in yours. And that's cool, right? And when you're ready to come play my game, and keep in mind, this goes both ways, right? Like, I'm not going to get along. I'm not going to be friends with everybody that I want to be friends with. Why? Because other people are calling themselves to a higher standard that I'm not calling myself to yet. Some people are choosing to live in a way that I haven't gotten there yet. So I don't get to be their friend. I don't get to be in their circle until I become that person if I even want to go that direction. So that's why you decide who it is that you want to be. You become that person and then you find people on the similar path to you. I don't try to convince somebody else to change to match my narrative if they don't want to. I say, this is how I choose to live. This is how I choose to operate. 
is, does that align with what you want to do? And if it is, great. We're probably going to be friends. We're probably going to hang out. One of my clients is Cashflow Tactics, right? They're freaking awesome. They're one of my favorite companies ever, right? Brad, Gabe, Ryan, Lee, Jimmy, Ryan, these, are, these are awesome, amazing human beings. Why do we get along? Because we're producers. Because we are on the same mission. Because we believe in personal responsibility. Because we believe in financial literacy. We believe in picking yourself up and not looking to the government, not looking at anything else, and hard work and leadership and growth and freedom and America and free thinking. We all believe in that. Did I try to convince them to be my friend? Nope. Did they try to convince me to be their friend? Nope. Are we really close friends? Yes. Why? Because we're on the same path. And there are other people that are very, very successful that I'm not friends with. Why? Because even though they're successful, they're on a different path. And like, if when you look at life that way, and you realize everybody is living in, in a made up world in their own head. The physical reality of the world is the only common denominator. Well, not the only. It's one of the few common denominators in the world today. But the physical reality is not where we live. That's where our bodies live. Our physical bodies live in the physical reality. But our world is a mental game. It's a spiritual game. And it's the game that you choose to live. So if you're going to go choose to live in a world where people are oppressed and where people are victims and where people think the government should take care of them or where people think that evicting someone from the house is murder, then that's the people that you have to surround yourself or you're going to surround yourself with. That's the people you're going to attract and that's the headache you're going to bring upon yourself. But if you choose to call yourself to a higher standard, if you choose to call yourself to a level of honesty, of, 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 of discipline, of motivation, of, of whatever, that, whatever it is that you're after, when you choose to live in that world, you're going to have less friends. Yeah, you are. You're going to have less people following you, but your life is going to be significantly and radically better. I don't worry about the chaos of the world. I really don't, right? The world's going to do what the world's going to do. The Democrats are going to do what the Democrats are going to do. The Republicans are going to do what the Republicans are going to do. The liberals, I mean, the, the, you know, the, the libertarians are going to do what they're going to do. The economy is going to do what it's going to do. What can I control? The only thing that I control is me and my life and how I choose to live it. So I'm not going to worry about anybody else. And I would encourage you not to worry about anybody else. Don't worry about me. I'm not worried about you. But if you are on a mission and I'm on a mission and those missions align and I can help serve you or you can help serve me, chances are we're going to be friends. I have a coaching group, right? We got, I don't know, 50, 60 students in there, right? In our coaching group. All those people are on a path to be, be free, to have freedom businesses, and to go out and build a business that's around, uh, surrounded around their passion. I've done that. So I can teach somebody else how to do it. My path helps them. Their path helps me. They pay me money. I give them coaching. They get what they want. I get what I want. We're friends, right? And that's a win-win scenario. I'm not looking to victims to try to join my coaching program. Nor do I expect victims to, to ask me to help them. Because I'm not going to, and they're not going to help me. It's a mutually, like, everybody can win when you operate at your level and surround yourself with like-minded people. And when you do that, your life is radically, significantly, and crazy better. Does that make sense? Hopefully that makes sense. If that makes sense, uh, comment hashtag makes sense down below. Hashtag makes sense down below. Hit the like button, hit the love button, share this out. If you're listening on audio, uh, podcasts, uh, you know, uh, Apple, Spotify, I appreciate you. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, share it out, take a screenshot. Feel free to post on Instagram and tag me. I'd love to reshare it. I just want to share these thoughts with you because it's something I was just, I really, I've been thinking about this a lot. It's like live in your own world, create your own reality, live by your own set of standards, call yourself to a higher standard and stop worrying about the chaos and the craziness of how the rest of the world is going to operate and how the rest of the world is going to work. I think your life would be way better off because I know mine has been uh, as well. So all right, guys, that's all I've got. As always, hustle, hustle, God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us who think different are going to be the ones to change the world. I love you all. I'll see you soon. Take it easy, fam. Peace. <laughs>